This is Jenny Layton, and you are listening to episode number 48, When School is Starting. Welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and as the creator of both the Life Organized Podcast and the Life Organized Membership, I teach busy moms how to get organized, manage their time, and master their mindset. I'm a mom and wife too, so I know how overwhelming it can all be. But living an organized life means you don't have to sacrifice anything. With the right systems and tools, you can get your home and family running like a well-oiled machine and still have time for all the other things you love to do. If you're new here, DM me the word FAST on Instagram at jlthehappygal and I will send you my top tips to help you get organized fast. We'll cover clutter, time management, and give you empowering new perspectives that will make organizing your life so much easier. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, thanks for joining me today. Can you believe it? We have made it through a summer. I hope your summer has been wonderful. I hope it's been an incredible family season for you. I hope you were able to make some great memories, get some good downtime and relax. And you know what? If summer wasn't all that for you, that's okay. Whatever happened is what it needed to be. And so as we head into this personal season, we get going into some more personal projects and some time where we can kind of get rebalanced and some things that we didn't get to address over the summer months. I just want you to have that peace of mind that everything is as it should be. And even if it didn't match the picture in your head of what summer was supposed to look like, it's okay. The things that happened were what needed to happen and we can move with intention into this next part of the year. And Transition is always a really interesting time. I find that's a place where people need a lot of coaching because we really love it when things are rolling along like they're supposed to go. Everything's really predictable. We can put a lot of things on autopilot and we're free to focus on some other things that you know don't take as much thought work and concentration and mind work. But when we're transitioning from one season to another, like a family season into a personal season, we need to make some adjustments and everybody just doesn't get up and do the things they're supposed to do quite as easily because they're not used to it. They're not in the habit. We don't have kind of the schedule set up and all of the things happening like clockwork. And it takes some time to settle into that. Now, long before I was a coach and a professional organizer as a young mom, this was a pretty rough time for me. In fact, I think I've shared on the podcast that My husband always joked that I had a June breakdown and a September breakdown. And after a while, we knew it was coming. So it felt less frightening and less overwhelming. And then we kind of started to joke about it, even though it was sincere and legitimate. Like I really did have some tears and feel really overwhelmed and frustrated. I didn't know at the time that the problem was transition and that I just needed to get give it a little time and things would feel back to normal. It really helps to have that framework to look at things through. And I've just so enjoyed being a coach and being able to look at life intentionally and knowing how to organize my life so that these types of moments don't seem quite so upsetting and out of my control. But I wanted to share today a mindset that I think might help you as you transition as school is starting. So we're going to spend the first part of the episode really doing some thought work conditioning our minds so that we have some context for what's happening and what we're feeling. And then for the last part of the episode, we're going to go into just some actions that we can take to help make the school year a little easier as it starts. 
So let's start out with this mindset. What metaphor can I share with you that's going to help you make sense of what's happening over these next several weeks as we settle back into the school year and a new routine? And, you know, maybe you don't have kids going back to school. And so maybe this doesn't impact you quite like it used to. Or maybe you've never had kids and you're just remembering your old high school and college days when these seasons really interrupted a lot of things. But I find that it kind of doesn't matter to what degree you are personally involved in school starting. There's still this shift in the seasons that just make people want to go into a different mode. And anytime we're transitioning, as I mentioned before, we just need to have some tools around that. So I think this metaphor will apply to anyone who's listening to this episode. So there is this visualization that I have when we are transitioning that is so helpful. It's the metaphor I wanted to mention to you. And it's the idea that when you're on the road and driving, it just feels so good to just be going down the freeway, doesn't it? I mean, just when you're on the freeway, you're covering a lot of ground. You're making a lot of progress. There's a lot of distance going by. You don't have to think about a lot, you know, especially when you're on a long road trip and you know you've got, you know, hours or even 20, 30 minutes before you have to get off the freeway. It just becomes a lot easier to drive because there's those few traffic things you have to pay attention to. But other than that, your mind can kind of be thinking of other things and the driving piece just doesn't take a lot of effort and focus. But then comes the time that we've got to get off the freeway. Either we need gas or we've got to run an errand or we're getting to a destination. But whatever the case, we're never in a car on the freeway for the rest of our lives. There comes that point that we have to get off. And that's when whatever mindset we were in before now becomes interrupted because we've got to have some focus. We've got to figure out which direction we're turning When we get to the light, where is the gas station? Where was it we were headed again? Do we need to look at the map? What do we need to keep into consideration? And all of a sudden, the brain's got to kick in and think of all of these things that it didn't have to worry about just moments before. That is not as easy of a time to drive. But when we're driving, you know, we don't get too emotional or dramatic about it because we know, especially on a road trip, once we gas up, we're going to get back on that freeway and we're going to be back to that mindless driving where we can just cover a lot of ground and it doesn't take quite as much effort and focus and concentration. But when we're in a stage in life where we're getting off the freeway or we're transitioning, it tends to be a lot more emotional for us because I don't think we always just have that context of, hey, it is a time that we've got to make some decisions. We've got to get some things settled, but don't worry. You're going to get right back to that mode where things are just running without a hitch. As we transition into the school year, I just want to remind you if you start to have a September breakdown like I did, and you know what, quite honestly, like I might still do this year, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. I frequently have to remind myself, hey, you're just looking at the map. You're just filling up with gas. You've got to do these things so you can keep going on your journey. You've got to set the new schedules. You've got to get on the same page with everyone. You've got to get supplies. You've got to position and station your home so that certain new routines can function the way that they need to. So give yourself a little bit of grace. Think through that lens so that as you're transitioning into the school year, you know that it's going to just be a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and you'll be right back on the freeway. It'll be business as usual. 
We'll be in a different mode because it's a personal season, so we can work on some different things, but your mind is going to get back to that place where it feels really comfortable, more in control, kind of business as usual kind of feel, which I think most brains really prefer when we've got that status quo kind of feel. So that's the first thing I wanted to share with you today is just the way that that freeway transition can help guide you through as we go into a new school year and come into a personal season. And with that stage set, now let's talk about some of the little things that we need to do to get us ready for a new school year. Now, this may be a little more specific for people with kids, but please pass this episode along to anyone in your life that's getting kids ready for school. I think it can be really helpful. And you know what? As you get busy with some of your own personal things, you may find some of these suggestions to be really helpful and support you so that you can accomplish the things that you need to do. So let's just dig in and see what might stick. It's kind of that idea of we're going to throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall. Some of it's going to stick. And I wonder what that will be for you. So let's take a look at what we've got. I'm going to run through a lot of ideas. The first thing I'm going to suggest is have a family meeting. Let's get everyone on the same page. Let's go over the changes that are happening. Let's take an inventory. Where are we at? What do we need? What supplies still need to be bought? What isn't working? What needs to be returned? And what are people going to need with their schedules? Do we have some early morning practices? Do we have soccer or piano starting back up? What do we need to do for carpools? What time do people need to wake up? When do they need to go to bed? What can we expect after school? Now, you don't have to answer all of these questions, especially if it feels overwhelming, but that's a really great list to get you started to just think through how can we be the most prepared? How can we start to plan for these different scenarios? Because the more we can take the time to work through those things, the easier the transition is going to be. We can avoid kind of a lot of long turns if we want to stick with the driving metaphor. We can really create a map that's going to support us a little bit better. And family meetings are a really, really strong start to a transition into any season, whether it's a family or a personal season. So take the time to do a family meeting, get everyone on the same page, and make sure you're attending to all the different details that come up during a time of year like this. Okay, the second thing I want to suggest is that you get some kind of a family calendar that's visible to everyone. I have a big dry erase board in a common area where everybody can see where each week we just make sure, so I use a dry erase marker that I'm updating that calendar so that everybody knows what's coming. It gets to be a lot of pressure on you as the home manager if you're reminding everyone where they need to be all the time. So give some of that responsibility to them by posting that calendar so that people can see where they need to be and start to take some responsibility and create some independence around managing their own schedule, recognizing that homework needs to be done right after school because there's play practice the rest of the night or making sure that homework is done early in the week because there is a soccer tournament later in the week. So giving your family that type of independence is an important part of teaching them to live an organized life and having a calendar can be a really great way to get that started. Okay, the next thing I want to recommend is how important it can be to actually print out routines. Now you can talk about it during family council, family meeting. Hey, we're going to wake up at this time. These are the things you need to do. Make sure you're practicing the piano before school or getting homework done right after school. We can talk about all of that. But we want to make, again, that intangible idea, task, thing they need to do, tangible by capturing it on a piece of paper. 
The fastest, easiest way that I've seen to do this is to just print it out on a piece of paper. We don't get fancy over here. I know that being cute and having really fun chore charts can be a really exciting part for you. So if that is, make sure you find something cute <laughs> that will get you excited and help the kids get excited. But over here, we just print it out. I put it in a sheet protector. I get a dry erase marker and we reuse that over and over every day. And it just keeps the kids on track as they get ready. So I find that especially that elementary age, that's really important for them to have that to follow. They get a little bit more used to that schedule as they get older, but even those bigger kids, that can help a lot for the first few weeks. So you might want to consider doing that for everyone. Okay, uh, sometimes as the school year starts, and I know the soccer season starts or football or sports or school activities, things can get a little crazy so it might be fun to have some freezer meals on hand. We did an interview with Six Sisters, Camille Beckstrand, and I will link to that episode in the show notes. But it might be helpful for you to think ahead of some freezer meals that you can make and have that in the freezer so that on those busy nights, you've got something really easy to pull out. It's just so interesting how much Family mealtime is this keystone in bringing a family together and helping you feel like you're staying on top of both home management and raising a family. And so I love having dinner planned for and freezer meals can be a really big part of that. So that's something that you might want to consider as well. Remember, we're flinging up all that spaghetti. This may or may not be a piece that sticks for you, but I think one of these things could be really helpful. Okay, if you have kids that do home lunches, I think another great beginning of school year task is to just stock up on a bunch of lunch supplies. Make sure you have those lunch sacks, uh, pick up lots of packages of chips or snacks or yogurts, whatever it is that the kids are going to love so that those lunches can be really easy to make and it just can make your weekly shopping be not quite so crazy. Nice to have those supplies on hand. Another thing that could be helpful would be to have the things the kids use to get ready most often. You know how they like to leave those out on the counter and that's so annoying. <laughs> get a little organizer for them. Put those little things in that organizer. Make it kind of fun for them to get it out. Make it kind of fun for them to put it away. It's not just putting it back in the drawer, but maybe there's a little caddy or something. That could be really helpful if you have a lot of girls like I do with a lot of makeup and hair supplies and creams and lotions and all the things they use, perfumes, to have their own little caddy or organizer to get ready in and maybe to grab that. We have at our house a favorite bathroom that everyone likes to use and everyone's competing for the mirror space and sometimes someone needs to shower and people need to leave. How convenient it is to have all of those things in a little caddy or organizer so they can easily pick everything up and move it to a different bathroom. So that's something that might make those mornings go a little easier for you. Another thing that I'm a huge advocate of year round, but especially as we head into a busy season, is weekly planning. So taking a look at your week, just seeing what's coming up, making sure you've got carpools arranged for, you're planning your dinners accordingly. Um, you've got supplies for what you need to do. Is there a birthday party? Is there a game? Do you have the treats that you need to bring? Working that into your grocery uh, shopping and your menu planning. So weekly planning is another really strong action at the beginning of a school year that can help things run smoothly. All right, how are we doing? Is this getting overwhelming? <laughs> I've got a lot of really great ideas written down. 
I think I'm just going to keep running through them just with the caveat that you may not want to do any of these. And if all of these feel like a lot of busy work, then don't do any of them. (laughs) You know, just start the school year with joy and know that everything's going to work out. But sometimes you might hear a little something that you know is going to make a big difference. And so I'm just going to keep throwing these at you and you do what you want with them. Okay. All right. The next thing I want to suggest is just having a little pouch of school supplies in the car just in case you need them. I can't tell you how many times we're driving to school and all of a sudden something needs to be signed. So at the very least, just having a pen in the car or sometimes we need a pencil for something. So having those couple of things in the car can be really helpful. Maybe some post-it notes. I don't know what else. You might need some ibuprofen, but just having a little pouch of things so that as the kids are running out the door of, you know, leaving the car, running into the school, if there's something they need last minute, some chapstick, maybe some gum, I don't know what might be needed, but having those things on hand can be really helpful. And kind of an extension of that, it might also be fun as you're getting new backpacks for the kids to just encourage them to pack a few things that they might need. You know, if there's some hand sanitizer, maybe some band-aids, some Neosporin, maybe feminine supplies, whatever they call you and want you to run them (laughs) during the school year, let's think through that and see if we can add it to their backpack so that they're a little more independent and you're not put in that place of, am I going to rescue them or teach them a lesson? You know, helping them see how to prepare ahead of time might save everyone a lot of stress. So stocking up that backpack with some emergencies could be nice. And then let's think through when they come home and there's homework that needs to be done. I know after 2020, everyone was suddenly working out of laptops. So we had charge cords everywhere, these laptops. We didn't know whose was whose because they all looked the same. And we realized very quickly to use my labeler, label everybody's laptops. We know which charger belongs to which laptop belongs to which girl and where those things are all going to go when they're finished We didn't want them leaving it out everywhere. Um, So is there a station that we can set up that will house all of those essential tools that they need to do their homework? So let's keep that in mind as well. And then one last thing that I want to recommend that I love to have prepared and ready for school are bins for their schoolwork. So no matter what age they are, they are bringing things home where we want to save them for them. Now, in elementary, there's a lot of tests and artwork and memorabilia. And having, I use just a tote that's kind of shoebox size or maybe the boot size um, container store. In fact, I'll link in my show notes to the size that I really like to use from the container store. Um, But having a bin ready to go and I take my labeler and write their name with the school year, so that it is ready for anything they bring home that feels like it needs to be saved. And that's the dimensions. Those are the boundaries of what I allow them to save. As they get older, there's less and less that they want to save typically. But as a younger student, maybe has a lot of things, you know, knowing, hey, this is what I'm letting you save for the year. This is the quantity of things you get to save. You've got that space all ready for them. And as it starts to get overly full, that's just a little indicator that it's time to look through it and, you know, weed through it. And you find that over time, certain things are not as meaningful and important as they used to be. So it's a little easier to let those things go. But having that been ready to go 
for them at the beginning of the school year just helps you prepare so that as that stuff comes home out of the backpacks or they're bringing it in from from their cars or whatever it is, however it enters the home, there's a spot waiting for it. I know a lot of my clients just love that idea of a place for everything and everything in its place. And it's really fun to get ahead of that and have that waiting. So again, I'll, I'll link a container that I'd recommend that you use. But really, I think the container you're going to look for is whatever fits in the space that you have for it. We have some lockers as the kids walk in that have a certain dimension already. And so I find a container that fits for them in that. Maybe you're needing to use some of the overhead kitchen cabinets for this. Whatever it is, I'd I'd recommend that you keep those in a pretty convenient place so that as you're emptying out backpacks and kind of in that high traffic cockpit area of your home, it's easy to put those things away. So just look for some spaces that are open and available or make some room for them. And then what container can you get that fits in that space so that you can make it really easy to contain that and save those for the kiddos. All right, I think I'm gonna end it right there. That's your long list of ideas of how to help you get ready for school. I hope between the mindset piece where we've got a great lens to look at this new school year and the transition and why things feel a little out of sorts, I hope that helps set the stage for a great school year for you. And then of that long list of things that I suggested, I hope there's maybe one or two that you're thinking of that you can take some action on. So what are you supposed to do after listening to this episode? What is your so what moment? Um, Pick something that is standing out to you, write it down, add it to your to-do list, take some action on it and get yourself ready for a great school year. And then share this episode with someone who you think you could use it. There are a lot of us getting ready for school. A lot of us need some of this mindset and logistic help that we've given in this episode. So be sure to share it. All right, that's what I've got for you. Here we are getting ready to go for another school year. Can't believe summer's over. I hope it's been a great season for you and I'm looking forward to coaching you through the next one here on the Life Organized Podcast. Have a great day and we will see you next week. 